0: Welcome to Your Arts Playground. This is a podcast from Seesaw, Western Australia's premier arts magazine. I'm Rosalind
1: Appleby. And I'm Nina Levy. We're the editors of Seesaw Magazine and we're here to give you the lowdown on all the new shows, concerts, and exhibitions that are coming up in
0: WA. Get ready for a fast, fun, and furious 15 minutes, jam packed with everything you need to know about the arts this month. Hi, Nina! Hi, Roz! Nice to be drinking tea with you again. I've got my cocoa and chilli here, which is really nice.
1: Nice. And I've got ginger kick this week and I I need a bit of a kick. Do you? I do (laughs) because I've had a busy week going to 2022 program launches for... Black Swan State Theatre Company and also West Australian Ballet. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, one of the highlights of the Black Swan launch was uh, Katie Steele doing a cover of Blondie's Heart of Glass <laughs> in tribute to The Glass Menagerie, which is one of the shows on uh-huh. their 2022
0: program, yeah, Yeah, lots of fun. Yeah, it's it's such an exciting time of year with all the programs launching for next year. We've also got chats lined up with the Perth Festival and Fringe coming up. Yeah, so keep your eyes out. Those chats will be available for you in the coming months. Oh, and the date for the opening of the Art Gallery of Western Australia, the Rooftop Bar and the the New Look Gallery has been announced Saturday, the 6th of November, 2021, and they're launching with this a huge new exhibition called The View from Here. It's like the largest exhibition of West Australian art. Featuring over 230 artists, 361 artworks and 111 of these works have been commissioned for this moment. I know,
1: it's like a blockbuster exhibition, it looks yes. amazing.
0: And apparently the whole building's been transformed, not just the rooftop bar, but each gallery space is being transformed into a celebration of West Australian art, culture and creativity, like a really kind of sensory space, which I really like the sound of. Some of the artists included in the view from here are Sarah Baba. Oh, the, yeah, the Instagrammer. Yes, a million followers. And Tim Meekins, whose giant playful 3D printed sculptures of weightlifters will be in the new interior rooftop gallery. And Bruno Booth's Adidas wearing cats apparently are appearing in all sorts of unexpected places. Nice. (laughs) I know. And then there's a new rooftop commission by Christopher Peace. So much going on. And the centrepiece of this new exhibition will be Collective Ground, an exhibition presenting 60 of the 120 newly acquired pieces from Aboriginal art centres and Aboriginal artists across WA. Wow. And the Art Gallery,
1: uh, I think that was COVID support for those. Those artists. Uh, those, yeah. Those purchases. What a
0: great yeah. project because mm. now they've got this massive new addition to the gallery's collection of WA artists. Yeah. So good. It's great. And the other major exciting event that's
1: happening in November is the Fremantle Biennale, which takes place from the 5th to the 21st of November. And that's huge. It's massive. So the Biennale, as the name suggests, happens every second year. And it's relatively new. This is only its third iteration.
0: And because the festival explores or Fremantle's relationship with the Devil Yerrigan, the Swan River, it takes place in venues across the riverbank between the two Fremantle bridges, which Mm. I really like the sound of. I know. And there's 18 interdisciplinary
1: events happening uh, across dance, music, visual arts, uh, and even emerging art forms such as a drone light demonstration, Yes, which will see over 160
0: (laughs) drones flying over the the river and the ward and the ocean. So fun. Yeah. So we have an article about the Fremantle Biennale on Seesaw. So you can find out more there and you can check the show notes for details. And Nina, tell us more about the dance program.
1: Yeah, it's a really exciting dance program. Uh, there's a number of works, but the one I'm going to talk about today is called Outside In by Amrita Happy, mm-hmm. who's a First Nations choreographer from Bunjalung in Queensland and Nagapui, uh, which is in New Zealand i and she's currently based in Melbourne. So this work invites audience participation, which normally makes me want to run. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty low risk here. So the work has been made in recognition of all the people who've been separated from their loved ones over the past 18 or so months. Oh, wow. And it takes its inspiration from Noongar Radio's show Inside Out, which connects people who are separated due to imprisonment. So Amrita has set up a hotline where you leave a song dedicated Um, or a message to someone you haven't seen due to the pandemic border closures. Oh, wow. And then she'll create and perform a solo audio and dance work from those collected dedications that will be performed on a podium at the size of a confinement cell at the naval store in Fremantle that is so cool yeah it sounds great and then there's a number of works by local choreographers too which I'm also looking forward to and you can check out more about those in our article uh, on the seesaw mm, website
0: yeah
1: and then there's visual arts as well so there's two shows in particular that I'm excited about. One is called Step Change And it's by two artists, Alexander Boynes and Mandy Martin and sound engineer and musician Tristan Parr. Oh, Tristan, cool. Yeah, so listening to the news in regards to our government's commitment or lack thereof. Lack thereof. (laughs) Reducing carbon emissions makes me feel quite hopeless about our future and this work feels on point as a result because it's a large-scale visual, video and sound work that explores the urgent need to transition to clean energy sources in the age of climate Crisis.
0: Very topical. It
1: really is. So it focuses on the Quinana industrial area and the program says, and this is a quote, that it shifts between the real and the sublime as the still becomes moving and the changing sonic atmospheres turn light to dark. So, yeah, I just really love the sound of this because it's calling attention to the urgent need for change and mm. asking us what we are leaving in terms of a habitable planet for future for generations. our kids, yeah. And then uh, the second visual arts work that I'm looking forward to checking out is called Kepa Kalyakul Aquiferis and um, the exhibition asks what lies beneath
0: our city. Oh, so, Nina, what does lie beneath our city? Oh, well, I think it's aquifers. Water. Uh, yeah, yeah, water.
1: So this show invites viewers to um, immerse themselves in glowing and moving springs of light and sounds mapped into the into the space of Old Customs House, and it brings together interdisciplinary artist Carla Chusner-Gartland, whose practices is, is grounded in studies of sight, situation, and storytelling. Environmental planner and designer Daniel Jan Martin and Wajak and Baladong Nunga woman and cultural consultant Sandra Harbin. So yeah, just sounds like a really interesting show. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it.
0: And what about music, Rose? Oh, yeah, there's some really interesting music on the program at the Biennale, including Meeting Place on November 19, which is the hip company who we know their signature style of Baroque music. Yeah. But it's going to be transformed by song performed by Noongar singer Lily Gogos, including two songs by Clint Bracknell. So that's going to be like a collision of of ancient styles of music that I'm really interested in. And um, my other top music mention this month goes to the Perth International Jazz Festival. Oh, yeah, which is going to be massive, right? Well, it's the jazz event of the year. So it's running the 5th and 7th of November in Perth and the 13th of November in Busselton. And there's over 50 local and national and international acts on the program. I think the biggest challenge for me is going to be how to choose what to go <laughs> to. Because director Mace Francis, he's just renowned for his very ecumenical approach to music making. And so he's got this really diverse program. There's everything from legendary Australian trumpet player Scott Tinkler. Oh, yeah.
1: We just ran a Q&A with him, didn't we?
0: Yes, and we've got some ticket giveaways to one of his solo shows as well. He's just an absolute hero of Australian jazz. So people like him sitting alongside WA Noongar rapper Fluent and then living legend Helen Matthews, whose contribution to jazz in WA will be celebrated in a program called Our Lady of Jazz. Did you know that Helen sang for the Queen and the Pope? I didn't know that. She's cool. her career, it's like a half century of of music making, and she's responsible for some of the most innovative jazz projects and festivals that WA has ever seen. So a really worthy tribute there. The festival is expanding in quite a few ways as well. They've been awarded a rise grant from the Commonwealth government of 600,000 for the next two years. So they now are opening a regional program in Busselton and lots of free shows. In fact, the festival opens with a free event at the State Theatre Centre with live sets from Dr Richard Wally's Six Seasons with Junkadelic Orchestra and Daniel Sussinger's amazing Afro-Peruvian jazz group. So there's also a performance via live stream from Amsterdam by Tin Men and the Telephone. Oh, cool name. Yes, and that's going to be showing also on the giant screens in Yagen Square and Northridge Piazza. There's also a free jazz picnic in Hyde Park on Sunday, plus all the ticketed events in the various venues around Perth and Busselton. So I just can't wait. It, it's going to be so many interesting reviews coming in too from our writers over that weekend. Yeah, it's going to be good. But, Nina, no, no, we still haven't talked about theatre.
1: Yeah, so it's that time of the year where WAPA's starting to wind up and I'm looking forward to seeing a work called Folds Mm -hmm. by the WAPA second year performance-making students. It's going to be taking place at the WA Museum Borla So I really love site-specific performances and particularly promenade performances that move the audience from location to location. And I feel like Boulevard offers so much creative possibility, both in terms of its collections and also its architecture. So the director, Frances Barb, explains that the name of the work, Folds, takes inspiration from geographical folding, so the idea of time being folded into the rocks. Wow, Yeah, Yeah, she says, and this is a quote, we've been explaining how we can fold the present moment back in time to link to the past and how museums facilitate a kind of collective memory by presenting objects and ideas that connect us to the past. Right. Yeah, so I first encountered the performance-making program back in Seesaw's early days in 2017 and I went to this performance at Wireless Hill which traced the history of that site through vignettes that played on repeat while the audience members wandered from location to location Uh, with a hand-drawn map as their guide. Yeah, you can read my review on Cecil. We'll pop it in the show notes. And, yeah, it feels like this show promises to be just as transporting with the added bonus of not being outdoors. And no mosquitoes. No mosquitoes, (laughs) and it was
0: quite cold that night as well. I do remember that. (laughs) And, Ross, there's a few film festivals happening this month, right? Oh, Nina, a taste of Europe, even within WA's border restrictions. Palace Cinemas are bringing us two big international film festivals this spring. So the St Ali Italian Film Festival is still running till November 14. It's a national festival and it's the biggest public celebration of Italian cinema outside of Italy. So it brings the best of Italian cinema to the big screen it In Australia, and that's both contemporary films and the classics. In WA, the films are screening at Palace, Rain Square, Luna Ledeville, Luna Essex and Windsor Cinema. So if you're craving some Italian language and culture, some La Dolce Vita, Mm -hmm. then this is for you. And if that isn't enough virtual travel, you can head to Britain this month, Nina, with the British Film Festival. Oh, well, I mean, it is the place I was born. Well, you can go back again. It's on starts on the 3rd of November and we actually have a ticket giveaway for this festival to your film of choice. And there's over 30 films to choose from. So head to the website to find out how you can acquire some movie tickets to the British Film Festival Cool. Now, I've got one more
1: show to shout out for this month. Okay. And that is WA Exposé at the Recovite. So this one is described as a rapid-fire variety show slash degustation menu. Ooh. Yep. There's ex-Moulin Rouge dancer Lotta Lamour, Denisa Snake, who was recently awarded Best New Drag Talent at the 2021 Proud Awards, Sarah Fay, who's a fire twirler and contortionist, cabaret performer CC, Desist and many more. What a mix. Yeah and like a degustation menu everything is served in small quantities and each performer has exactly the same amount of time on the stage. So the idea is Fair that enough. you experience art forms that you might not otherwise seek out and it's a
0: chance to fall in love with something new. What a nice idea. It's a bit like art evangelism.
1: It is, and the evangelist is classical singer Aria Scarlett. Uh, she's the founder of WA Exposé and she'll be performing in this show. So Aria's known for mixing it up, although she's an opera singer, she's worked with Circus, she's worked with Downside and Moana Matrix on Yuri Yakin's Iceland Hip Hopera, which if you didn't catch you can... I remember. Uh, yeah, it's um, we've got a review of that one on the Seesaw website. Uh, the lineup also includes the wonderful Kobe Morrison, who, disclaimer, our
0: Kobe Morrison, he writes
1: the CSAW. Yes. So he's a beautiful Noongar musician who will be singing in Noongar. And I think
0: that's all we have time for this month.
1: Yeah, catch you next time. Bye. You've been listening to Your Arts Playground, the podcast that keeps you up to speed with shows, concerts, and exhibitions in WA.
0: For more information on what's on, head to WA's premier online arts magazine, seesawmag.com.au. And if you like what you're listening to, buy us a coffee while you're there. This
1: podcast was recorded by Rosalind Appleby and Nina Levy and mixed by Gemma King on Wajak Noongar Buja. The theme music, Newsy Hipster, is by Josh Hogan and Ned Beckley of Envelope Audio. We acknowledge the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their Elders, past and present. Thanks for
0: joining us in Your Arts Playground.